Decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love lesbians. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Oh, Every Wednesday at 9, it gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Real quick before we get into it, um, the the Discord server itself on which we host the show has kind of become a, a community, uh, I don't know, public forum of its own amongst the listeners of this show and listeners of us and stuff. Has and it? We don't, really? Yeah, there's a lot of active discussion on there and we don't moderate. We don't have any. It's the Wild West, basically. I've I've had some people emailing me requesting some moderation, not for opinions and stuff like that. And frankly, I don't want that. I don't want people banned on the server because they have some kooky opinion or, you know, something like that. But I have been notified of like some genuinely obstructive spam, doxing, stuff like that. So doxing in our server, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's just, you know, stuff that stuff that happens. But uh, what I'm saying is if people want to be moderators and again what i'm asking for is if you're active in the community on the server and you're and i'm only looking for legitimately abusive behavior illegal things uh uh, doxing obviously and and obstructive spam if you're interested in that send me an email and i can probably get some people set up with that um and i will keep an eye out if i hear reports of abusive moderators moderating people for opinions then that will uh, that will remove privileges too. I'm yeah, not only too... I moderate people for opinion. That's true. That's o- only blonde gets to do that. But if you're interested in that, send me an email uh, and please don't message me on Discord because, as I said, my Discord's just kind of a mess. So send me an email. That's Matt at mattchristiansonmedia.com if you're interested in uh, in in being a moderator. And again, I I need people who are active on the server, not just. I'm interested in controlling other people. If you're someone who enjoys participating in the server and would like to help keep it a, a clean place as far as illegal activity or abusive activity is, uh, I'm interested in having some people do that. Anyway, uh, if you're new to the show, there is a link to that Discord server on which we host the show. That is uh, in the video description. Once you're in the server, put your name in the roll call chat. That's how we know who got here first. We go on a first come, first serve basis. Try to keep your call to two or three minutes or whatever blonde holds you to. We got to stick to the clock better this week. We've been struggling in the last few weeks. And we'll get through as many calls as we can until uh, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll take super chat breaks every half hour. If you'd like to participate in the show, but you can't do it live or you're having trouble getting into the live room, you can also send us uh, a question by email. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call-in show in the subject, a call-in show question in the subject line so we know that's what it's for, and we will read it and respond to it on the show. Again, try to keep it to a, not try to, do keep it to a tweet's length or less, and we'll respond to it. We'll do that in the last half hour tonight. But uh, without further ado, let's hop right into it. Ooh. I'm sorry, guys. We had a, there must have been a, a clock miscommunication. We got a couple of people that were fairly early, and I got to stick to them rules. Roll call opens 10 minutes before live at 8.50 Eastern. Constantine is first up. Hello. What's up, hey, man? Hey, let me get my timer on. What's up? Uh, well, so much has happened. So much has happened. But I think I'll just go with a simple question because everyone's talking about the election and the entire crazy field. I'm not even going to touch the Democrats. Way too early mm. to touch on I will pose to you a hypothetical. 
if you could pick one primary opponent for Donald Trump, who would it be? Well, for that entertainment dep- purposes yeah. or like for the good of the country? Yeah. Sorry, what? Either. Uh, well, if I want the show, I'm probably going to pick Bernie. But the show makes me nervous because I think Bernie has a real... He has a reasonable shot of taking Trump out. It could happen. And unless I'm going to be accelerationist about it, I don't want to see that happen. If I if I'm picking for uh guaranteeing Trump win or most likely Trump win, I don't know. You could uh I think he would dominate Elizabeth Warren. I think he would dominate Kamala Harris. I think he would dominate Cory Booker. Any of those lower tier candidates. I don't think he has that much trouble. I don't think with. Kamala Harris is a lower tier candidate. She well, has that intersectionality. She's polling really poorly, though. She's down there in like Beto territory. I don't know. I mean, I've got to say Kamala Harris probably for both of those. Hmm. How about I you? Mean, what, uh, what are your picks? Or who are your picks? For entertainment purposes, I would probably go with Buddy Geeger, however you pronounce his name, just because I think that would be hilarious. Um, the fruit? And for. Plug. <laughs> That's the meme online. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is the fruity one, though, right? <laughs> He he's the gay guy who insists that Mike Pence hates him. Yeah, oh, South Bend, yeah. Indiana mayor. Yeah. Um, but for serious one, if I had to pick one for like the quote unquote good country, I'd pick Tulsi Gabbard. She probably pushed uh, Trump more back to the whole non-interventionist. Let's get out of these foreign wars positions. She would probably put pressure on him from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. I like her. I don't know what I don't know what's going on with me, but I actually like her. Hmm. Well. Put your guns in a box and give them to her. Yeah, I'm not going to vote for a woman, but, you know. <laughs> and she's a chick. Yeah, I guess that. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, well, I mean, f- frankly, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to this election cycle. I mean, uh, I mean, debates start in like a month and a half. I know. So I'm so excited. That is going to be fun. Um, but I suppose Are you guys leave- ready for this? I just yes. don't. I still yeah, feel I'm, emotionally depleted from 2016. I love I'm the like, show, man. I love gosh, the show. I guess I, we're doing I, am full- I, I have never been had more resolve in my entire life. But with that, I will get out of here. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks have a good night. Commissar Ferrari. Hey, Mr. Ferrari. Hi. One second. Sure. I mean, just close everything. Yeah. Okay. As the local Brazilian, I come with a word of warning about how the American institutions are becoming. They how stupid like, Americans uh, are becoming? Is that what you said? Uh, this, the American institutions. I would never say hmm. stupid Americans in front of two heavily armed Americans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not that difficult to defeat. I promise you that. Okay, anyways, um, the problem is the Democrats are, are using the courts to pass laws, aren't they? Like like abortion and gay marriage thing, they they pass the courts, which is kind of kind of fucky because Brazil has that the same thing. And well, our federal ju- judges can literally uh, get get rid of people's websites or freedom of speech just for the sake of doing it. Hmm. Yeah. Like last week, someone criticized one of them, and they decided, mm, you don't exist anymore as a website. What's well, the status of, of free speech in Brazil? Is this something that's protected or is it more like, a, I don't know, like, or is it something that's more like we see in Europe where it's kind of a value, but there are a lot of extreme restrictions to the point that it's not as meaningful? It's a right in, in the Constitution, but you can basically sue people for hurting your honor if you really want to. Oh, my God. Well, that's not a right at all, then. But don't you kind of want to bring back the dueling era where people fought for their honor? 
Of course I do. I, I want to shoot some people, you know. <laughs> I've been wronged. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, anything else? And... That's yeah, it. That's about it. All right. Well, thank you, man. Have a good night. Just a word of warning. No. Yeah. I well. Yeah, it's, it's it's always trying to decide. Do you want to go? Uh, I don't know. It's it's the battle of the um, the collapsitarians versus the honk build, I suppose. I got a great meme that was like the virgin collapsitarian versus the Chad uh, honkler, and I, I, oh, I really? forgot to send it. I forgot to send it to you, but I got to send it to you because maybe it'll persuade you more to it's the towards the uh, the laughing honk pilled perspective as opposed to the um, disenchanted collapsitarian. I don't know. It was I funny. I don't always feel so bad about our future. Yeah. Just 99% of the time. <laughs> Raggle Fraggle's up next. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? I can't Not much. How are you? God damn it. Uh, per- I can't hear you. Okay. I guess Blonde can't hear you. Oh, man. And I was going to criticize her for uh, last week. She said something about we didn't support uh, the right guy in World War II. I was going to tell her <laughs> she should have been like General Patton after we were done with the, the Nazis, go for the commies. Ah, Doesn't matter what kind he, of socialist you are, socialists get the bullet. He was referencing your comments. Uh, your kind of, I don't know, your comment in jest. Who knows? Whatever you were saying about how in World War II we went after the wrong guy. <laughs> I didn't say that. Something like that. But he was saying we should have finished the job on Stalin after the fact or with the commies after the fact. Yeah. Which we kind of did. It's just it wasn't yeah. immediate. We Not tried. Really. No. Yeah. Well, I don't want this to be the topic, but um, can you hear me? What? I'll give you an option. We can either talk about the California mag ban or um, or next background checks gun topics tonight. Uh, well, uh, okay, blonde. Do you want to talk about the California mag ban or uh, uh, background checks for guns? I don't know. We got fifty seconds. Okay, let's go with. I'm more interested in the mag ban. I think. Okay, so I was looking up some statistics to see what it, uh, what was the fallout from it as far as uh, whenever it, the ban was lifted. It mm-hmm. turns out that uh, last estimates I saw was 1.2 million uh, magazines were sold in the span of five wow. days. Yeah. Okay. And, they, and, and those all shipped there? That's confirmed? Those, those all shipped there. Okay. And uh, there was like 30 websites between uh, payment processors and vendors that mm-hmm. crashed from it. And okay. a quarter of all the sales supposedly is from brownells.com alone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was rather fascinating and yeah. I'm glad that California got a, a little bit of freedom. Yeah. 1.2 million so-called high capacity mags shipped to California during the, uh, the window of opportunity blend. Yeah. Oh, and this isn't just AR mags. This would be like AK mags, pistol mags, anything, yeah, any, that's... anything over 10 rounds. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. We got to wrap it up, but uh, you got anything else on your mind? Uh, gun of the week. Go for it. All right. This week is going to be the M1, uh, EM1 railgun. Just another fictional Yes, it is. Thing. EM1 railgun, Blonde. You want to check this out? I think you might have seen this the, movie. The Eraser? Yes. Why did this so, do this? It's cool are, you because... on, are you on mobile, dude? I'm just curious. Yeah. yeah I, I probably... had to do it tonight. I'm on, yeah, the, he's on, uh, mobile. on the move. But uh, yeah, so the cool thing about this gun is besides it being a rail gun, of course, it had an X-ray scope that I thought was fucking cool. It's a cool concept anyway. Not What's, what movie is this from? Eraser. Oh, it's from. Oh, OK. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Movie, that'll add it to the list of the thousand movies that I need to watch. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks. Dude, anything Arnold Schwarzenegger, you got to get it, at least give him a try. I prefer Jingle All the Way. That was the peak of his career. Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Thanks, man. All right, later. Okay, uh, Pro Libertate. Mr. Libertate, you're up. Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, how are you? I'm uh, doing well, still in Seattle, unfortunately. But Rot row. So, um, caught your video earlier about uh, that DA who kind of deciding which laws he wants to enforce and which laws he didn't. Including theft, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. weird. So it uh, got me thinking, I want to know your opinion on like, um, uh, kind of like the law enforcement nullification of laws they deem unconstitutional. Even Yeah. If yeah. Well, see, it's, people bring this up with guns a lot. And I think guns, you have an easy cop-out because you can point to the Constitution. I'm not saying it's a cop-out. It, it is a valid argument. You can point to the Constitution. But to the point, to what you're asking, this is something I was kind of rattling around in my own mind. I, it didn't. I didn't need to go there with this video, but what should be the limits of prosecutorial discretion? That is to right. say, can a prosecutor do what he's doing? Just say, I don't like this law. I'm not going to enforce it. My, my thoughts kind of on it are if, if you have that authority to point to and you've taken that oath, you kind of have a moral duty to refuse to prosecute stuff like that. That's kind of what the route Stuff I that's go. unconstitutional, you mean? Right, right. Because yeah. you have that authority. It's not some arbitrary decision that Kind of but what about there. stuff that is a constitutional law? Like, I don't know. I mean, like this case, like, I think this is a really stupid example, but let's say it was something, I think this is a stupid stance for him to take, but let's say it was something that more conservatives or libertarians agreed with. That is like, right. let, let's take the weed law, for example. Okay. Most people are kind of somewhere on board with general marijuana decriminalization, you know, but there are a lot of people who hold that perspective. Let's is he unreasonable to not enforce um, possession of marijuana laws for first time offenders in this case? Is that um, my inclination would be towards that it would only lead in favor of more liberty in those instances because there's there's uh, not really a, as you pointed out in the video victim in some of those yeah statutes. but there's no constitutional so. protection. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could argue like that what you put into your own body is would be under the ninth, I suppose. But, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, but it then is are you going to treat heroin the same way as marijuana well, it, under the law? So I work for a municipality in the Seattle area, and I can tell you wholeheartedly that heroin use is not a victimless crime when you're leaving um, needles all around or when it. Oh the, yeah, you're preaching to the yeah. choir. But but right, the right. the ninth argument that people would just use that to decriminalize all and, and that, drug that's, use, right? Which which I would be fine with up until the point that it starts crossing over where people are. So maybe like the needles are the crime and not necessarily the use of the drug itself. Yeah, yeah. Seattle's got a real problem. Anyway, you got to wrap it up. You got to wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> Somebody grab that soundbite. Yeah. 300 sure. blackouts better than 7.62. I, uh, I've got my own 300 blackout build, but I'm still waiting on the ATF's permission to have it in oh, full SBR format. Cool. Cool. I'm, I'm cheap and I'm just going the pistol route for mine. So I, I'm still waiting. I put a couple mags through it just to function check it. But, mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Long term, I want to get a suppressor for it, obviously, but that's, yeah, you know, yeah. that's a whole nother weight that, uh, I'm about to sign up for eventually. 
All right, guys. Thank you. Sweet. We'll talk about that next time, maybe. Bye. Yep. Thank you. See you, dude. Uh, okay. Um, oh, Tales from the Intellectual Dark Web, who is famous for getting me going. So keep me on the clock here. Now somebody grab that soundbite. He's famous for getting me going. I think we talked for like 10 minutes that one time. So what's up, Tales? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? You gave Matt right. an intellectual boner. That's what it yeah. sounds like. I will try to keep it short probably today. We'll see. Okay. Um, what, can Blonde hear me this time? Yeah, or? I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you or either of y'all read Ben Shapiro's book yet? The new one? The new one? I have not. It's in the queue, oh, though. Um, I'm sure it's in Blonde's queue. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I actually, that's what I wanted to ask. Because, like, I was wanting to make the... Because re- I heard you talking about your, like, I guess, white identitarian or nationalist kind of beliefs last Ooh, week. Oh, no. We don't say that on this show. No, oh, you mentioned well, how- that. Wait, 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 yeah, I can't tell if you're joking. No, I mean, I, I don't walk around calling myself a white identitarian. That's No, but you used the word identitarian. Yeah, fine. All right. <laughs> I, I would so call myself an identitarian. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I wanted to see what does Ben Shapiro get wrong? Well, you haven't read it yet, but what does he get wrong when he puts forth his view of Western civilization versus, let's say, someone like you? Um, I mean, my beef with him is that he constantly denounces identitarianism, yet engages in it ad nauseum. He's constantly talking about Israel and engaging in, you know, how, how our philosophy is Judeo-Christian, but nobody else except for him should engage in identity politics. It's like, he can't possibly tell me that that's well, not a huge part of his voting identity, his political identity. And I think it's like that for all racial but, groups, for religious groups, but we have to accept it. It's just okay. the way people are going. No, to well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask, though. Like, does it matter, though, if it's like if he's referring to religious Jews versus ethnic Jews? Because I, I think most people are OK with idea based identity groups like, you know, libertarian, conservative, Jew, Christian. Um, does it matter to me? No, as long as he stops talking about how identity politics is inherently evil and destructive that's that's the hypocrisy angle that really bothers me i've accepted that people are going to engage in ethnic religious identity just all sorts of identity politics it's just how people are they use their identity to form their worldview their political views their cultural views it's just how people are um i just hate being told that we shouldn't engage in identity politics it's destructive it's really not well because it it can be but i don't know that it inherently is yeah, well, I think most people, when they're talking about identity politics, they are talking about immutable characteristic groups, not chosen, like, you know, ideas that you can subscribe to groups. Well, I mean, uh, Judaism has an ethnic angle that I I think would be immutable. I mean, you? it has a strong one, but you can still convert. They just highly push a, push back on you from doing so, right? Yeah, I mean, but tell a Jewish person that or tell an Israeli Jew that and they're, they're going to look at you cockeyed. I mean, it's just it's just a different thing. Okay. Well, no, I just wanted to know that, and I don't want to take too much more of y'all's time. So Thanks, I, man. Appreciate it. Thank question. Thank you. Right. Y'all have a good evening. Yeah, I mean, this whole thing gets, uh, gets difficult, too, because, I mean, the whole point is, listen, there's no reason that race and ideology have to correspond or have to be connected. And I agree with that. Like, on a philosophical level, I don't see why they would have to be. And in an ideal world, they wouldn't be. In the real world, there's no denying the correlation that exists. That is to say, there's a reason that that the black voting block is the black voting block, for example. That doesn't mean that 
you can't right. convince that there's no such thing as a black conservative or something like that. But there's a strong correlation among these between, say, immutable identity and certain ideological beliefs. Yeah, of course. And I also think yeah. that it's unethical to tell people with uh, certain identitarian convictions of any walk of life, any ethnicity, that they can't use that to form their worldview. My, like, who my might tell people not to do that? My perspective that I'm trying to maintain is I will be fine with anybody's um, pride in their in their group, their identity, whatever. So long as you aren't using that as a way to harm other people, and I think that's where it gets mischaracterized a lot of the time. Is like, listen, pride for who I am or my lineage or my group or whatever it doesn't necessarily mean I inherently hate others. And that's the double standard that's always applied that we talk about. That is to say, yeah. black pride is totally fine. White pride is presumed to be hateful. And this is coming from me, where I'm not. Uh, I, I don't consider myself prideful of my heritage or my identity, but I, I understand why people are. I just try to be fair in. Yeah. But what if you aren't saying that you're proud of your white identity, but you're proud of your European heritage, which is virtually the same thing. Yeah, kind of. And I mean, th that's the ironic thing. We talk about that too, is like all this hatred of, of white people and stuff has made me more interested in my European heritage. I didn't care about less. any of this at yeah. all 10 years ago. I just felt yeah. like I was, you know, my my view on identity politics are that it's going to be okay for everyone or it's or we're all going to have to stop engaging in it completely. And and that's yeah. not going to happen. I, I agree. That's an unrealistic expectation. Anyway, hey. he did it again. He stole a bunch of time because he's always got interesting things to talk, I know. talk about, does Tails. Hey. Ski Doggy, go for it. You guys up for something a little lighter? Want to talk some Game of Thrones? Uh, yes, well, we were we just gotta, talking about it. We got to be careful, though, because I don't want to spoil for anybody. But if you're not watching on HBO and are waiting for the discs to come out, screw them. I don't okay, know, man. No, no, no. Let, okay. okay, so everybody click off for two minutes if you don't want Game of Thrones. Spoilers. We'll have to be tight on the time. So okay. keep, we'll keep it on okay, the clock. Keep, so if let people. Me, let, me, let me go then. Okay. Okay, Remember so spoiler alert, Joel spoiler alert. So... did a thing on uh, how uh, Star Wars, uh, The Last Jedi, was a cautionary. Was deadly what? problems of feminism. Yeah, yeah. Well, Game of Thrones right now is not so much a cautionary tale on the dangers of feminism, but a good discussion on the various types of feminism. We'll start off with Brianna of Tarth. Brianna hmm. of Tarth, first good example of first wave feminism. Brianna, all she wanted to do was fight, be a knight. No big deal, you know? Women wanted the vote. We can get the vote. We want to do this. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. She went out, she got knighted, life's good. She's out there killing White Walkers. Life is great, right? Okay, now you got Sansa. You got uh, Lady Mormont, the little tiny girl from Bear Island who likes to tell everybody off. Oh, yeah, she she's growing up ugly, and, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, and then you got Ariana. <laughs> yeah, but she's a warrior. She can be ugly. Then yeah. you got Ariana Stark, you know, the one who went out there to learn how to be an assassin. Good example of second-wave feminism. Great example <laughs> of second-wave feminism right there. Okay. okay. Because that's it. You know, hey, equal pay, equal work. We want to be taken seriously and all this other stuff. Now you get to Danny. Danny. She just wants to on the Iron Throne. She's your basic feminist who went to college and basically got her mind all screwed up. Yeah. Okay. But she's getting really, she's now in the real world and she's sitting there saying, damn, I really got to listen to these guys. Because look at her advisors last season. She had the, uh, she had the female pirate. She had the three female sand snakes. And she had that old hag who wouldn't listen to guys. What happened to all three of them? The pirate gets kidnapped and has to be rescued by her brother. Hmm. The, uh, the, uh, uh, the sand snakes. They die in a really horrible way. And last but not least, the old lady gets killed. But she did have the good line by saying, tell Cersei it's me. And finally, oh, yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. got Cersei, who is now the modern-day envisionment of your older fourth-wave feminist who's in her 50s 
and realized I've wasted everything on my career. Cersei is the ultimate blonde's disease. I know. She she inadvertently participated in the death of her children. Right. I've gotten to the pinnacle. I'm at the top right now. I've got the Iron Throne. I'm queen of all things. And what has it got me? I got no guy. I got no kids. I got some crazy half-dead guy who hangs around me. And I got this one guy I got to sleep with to get what I want. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. We got to let you go. But I will say that this show is being destroyed by all the women ass kicking and God help me. If Khaleesi ends up being ruler of the seven kingdoms yeah. and somehow J- Jon Snow, she better die. All right. She better. I, die. I, I'll talk to you about it later for sure. But this, this last episode had me pissed off. Like it's I get it. Strong woman women shit. can do stuff. Get to the war. I want to see the war. Oh, you weren't all into that bulldog face. Oh, that was so hot. That Are you serious? <laughs> oh my god! I, I know she got naked, better. and I like was like, oh. We don't even know it was for sure her though. It could have been a stand-in like Cersei. Oh, she yeah. did say it was her confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Well, talking I'll, with you. Yeah, I'll talk to you more about it uh, later for sure. Yep. Take care, guys. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I my so only hope on this too. My only hope on this is that they're making it all endearing so that you don't feel as bad when literally they all die at this point i want cersei and the night king to get married and share the throne because i want everyone to die i want a terrible ending to this i want everybody uh, i i just i just want everybody killed off basically okay uh sorry about the spoilers but i hope people were able to avoid that i let them know in the live chat yeah i'm sure i'll get a few emails oh i i was waiting to watch this or that or whatever yeah What's Mod up to? Hey. Hello. What's up, Tell? Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Hey. We're all right. Yeah, we doing? got a new we got a new TV. Okay. What kind of TV? I don't know. It's one of them cheap ones, I guess. Uh, Mod saw your video today about not prosecuting theft of necessary <laughs> items. <laughs> you guys were in need of a TV, huh? Well, she says it's necessary for her to see her stories every morning. Well, it was why. it was under seven hundred fifty dollars, right? Well, I tell you what, the neighbors are pissed off. Oh. Man. Mod, <laughs> says, Mod says it's their fault for not buying a more expensive TV. That's all I can say. Yeah. I'm uh, glad you took advantage of that. Uh, I, it, yeah. <laughs> I did uh, no news this week. I did go see the dentist, though. What do y'all think about going to dentist? Anything good with that? You all have good experience I, with that. I actually dentist? have I have horrible teeth anxiety because I had so much orthodontic work done in my teen years. Ditto. That I I yeah I can't stand the dentist. I, I, I it's oh, one of the me both. It's one of those things in life that I have a genuine irrational anxiety about. That and um, select insects, specifically moths. I hate Good. moths with an extreme passion. Why? I, don't know about I, that. I can't explain it. I just if they land on me, I freak out. You and me both about Dennis. So I got to go see Maud's cousin Kyle. Uh, mainly because he's pretty cheap. You know how most doctors take out insurance for malpractice. He has to take it out for vagrancy. I don't understand it. <laughs> I didn't know he was going to do it. Maude made an appointment with his receptionist. Uh, well, he calls her a receptionist. The rest of us call her by a real title, parole officer. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I, my biggest fear, and I'll tell you this right now before I go, my biggest fear with the dentist, though, is the I, the biggest thing about it is the annual prostate exam he requires. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, buddy. Oh, no. Well, no, he calls it a value add, but I don't know. I keep telling him that <laughs> I'm not qualified to give him them things. But he don't seem to care. I don't know. Wow, get out of here all right thanks all right, y'all go. bye-bye See ya. let's get one more in before the bottom of the hour here can you uh, hear my timer when it goes off i can't oh should i turn it up 
Uh, maybe a little bit. Daniel, I Daniel's up next, but I don't see you in the waiting room. So Daniel, hop in one of the waiting rooms if you're still hanging out. Maybe I can get back to you. Dangerous Spaces is up next. And I want to say uh, thanks to Dangerous Spaces because actually you're the one who linked me about this weird theft of necessary items story. So thanks for sending me that. I thought it was really interesting. I, how long ago did I send you that? Because that seemed a really quick turnaround between when I sent when you made the video. You, you sent it to me the other day, but generally my schedule is like I make videos. Oh, you can't hear him? I don't know, bummer. Blonde can't hear you, I guess. But I, I make on mobile. I write and record my videos generally on Tuesdays and Thursdays or Fridays. So it was right in time with you know time to make the the video for Wednesday. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Can Blonde not hear me? Apparently not. But okay, are you, are well, you on mobile? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I I have been for a few weeks because I cut my computer's getting fixed. Yeah. Well, how about I ask an easy? I had a couple of topics. I'll go with the one that's easier for her to answer okay um which is what did you think was the most insane viewpoint uh presented at the all the town halls of the um (laughs) democrats in the last couple of days well i i didn't watch all of it but i've seen some of the clips blonde did you watch this democratic town hall on cn cnn and i watched crowder reacting to it for like five minutes before he annoyed me did did you have a uh did you have a crazy take from the democrats that stood out to you I didn't watch the, the whole thing. So. There were two of note, and I'll talk about them on Sunday. Maybe, maybe some more. But uh, Bernie saying that that the Boston bomber guy should vote, or just you know, I people in jail one. for serious Bizarre. crimes generally, and Kamala Harris saying, "If I'm president, Congress has a hundred days to enact these gun laws I want, and if they don't, I'm just going to do it through executive action." That was oh. the other insane one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that that one was bad. I think the Bernie one was worse though, because essentially you're saying we want to give someone that wanted to destroy the country a say in how the country runs. And the reasoning doesn't even make sense. Blonde and I were talking about this before live. It's like, well, some rights are so fundamental. They can never be stripped. What are you talking about? We strip your right to speak freely when you're in prison. We strip your right to have a gun. We strip your right to be immune from unreasonable search and seizure. We strip literally every constitutional right from you basically when you're in jail. Yeah. I, I do agree that um, I, I wouldn't say like terrorists and violent felons, but for some crimes, I would definitely be willing to entertain restoring all rights after your sentence is served. But if you're in jail, your sentence is not served. Yeah. Hmm. Did yeah, you, did you, uh, were there other things that stood out to you? Kamala Harris was really starting to annoy me with the, we'll have to have a discussion about that. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's their cop out phrase. We'll have to have a discussion yeah. about that. But the thing is, she answered that several times, and at a certain point, you got to go. So you just don't have an answer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Elizabeth Warren yeah. likes that one too. Yeah. Oh, her wanting to impeach Trump on something was fun too. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Whatever the reason yeah. may be. All right, man. We're gonna let you go, but uh, but thanks. No worries. You guys have a good night. You as well. He was he was referencing if you if you listen to these people talk, it's fascinating because every time they're asked a difficult question, they go, that's a conversation we definitely should have, yeah. which is, of course, a non answer. I did hear Kamala say that. Yeah, we several should, times. They mm-hmm. always say that. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's check in with Super Chat and Streamlabs. Kevin Flanagan, dude, you should stop giving us money because I can't read these. Is he, is he too edgy? It's too edgy. Like this is a crossword that is. No, I can't. <laughs> OK. Thank you, Kevin. Although he did say socialists get the bullet, especially European style socialists, as Uncle Wayne would say, which hmm. I, I can I can read that one, right? 
Uh, Nate Early, Beto O'Rourke is coming to Reno Reno tomorrow morning for a town hall at a coffee shop closest to my house. You should check it out. You had a, a chance to ask Beto one question. What would you ask? I'd probably ask him about that border stuff, like like tearing down existing wall. And, and I, I'm interested to know if he believes, if, if he goes by that reasoning, if he believes in a border at all. Because I don't see how yeah. you can. I'd like to see him get out of that one. I'm with you. I don't know. That's probably what I'd ask, but I don't think you can go wrong. There's plenty of things to, uh, to do and make sure to be very animated with your arms. Yeah. When really asking the question. How yeah. about that border wall? Yeah. Yeah. Matthew Riley. Y'all are great. I'm finishing a 20 hour shift right now and you're keeping me almost sane. kids. Don't be a it's lawyer a long shift. My God. Oh, have that's a why. good night and keep up the good work. Don't be lawyers. We got plenty of them. That's yeah. Well, uh, you know, good luck working hard, dude. 20 hours that on the books or whatever you're doing. Jeez. Too long. Have a good rest. Um, mandatory carry saves lives. Changed my mind from mandatory carry. Uh, hmm. Mandatory carry, you say? Hmm. All right. I guess that's better than um, than California gun laws or something. <laughs> I don't know. Krampus from Kansas says, I hope you actually get this. We did. Um, Trevor travels the world. I apologize if you called me already. I was... Away from keyboard. <laughs> I'm like, AFK, what does that mean? Oh, yeah, that's, a, that's an old one. Um, I don't think we did. Uh, I'm waiting on Daniel. That's the only one that I, that I um, skipped over, and I'm going to check in with him after Super Chat here. Uh, David S., no note. Thank you. One drop here. Some free money, bitches. We will take it. Thank you, Alex Johnson. Well, thanks. Working late on accident and figured Colin show would make work better. I hope it is. I can't hear half the calls, but otherwise it's going okay, it's, I guess. It's a delightful duct tape production. That's not our that's not our fault that there's gotta be some weird Discord thing. It's something with uh mobile and Discord, you know. It's uh in an ideal world we'd have like a, a an actual dial call in and a screener and stuff, but yeah. you know. Uh, Matthew Riley, Matt, I got your back. Blonde is wrong. Aria is not a bad-looking girl. Way better than short hair Cersei. Yeah, but we never compare Aria to Cersei. We compare her to Sansa, who's clearly the superior woman. If by I have any to measure. say a million times, it's not that Arya is hot; it's that she's better than Sansa because Sansa is way too pointy. She's ginger, and she's like the most annoying character in the show. My husband and I spent half that episode just talking about how Sansa or how Arya is like a wall-eyed freak. I listened to um, Sophie Turner on Dr. Phil's podcast she's really this dumb, week, which is a shame. She's like the same person. And then she talked about how she almost killed herself because of people being mean to her over Game of Thrones. And I thought, well, I should stop calling her pointy. Oh, I probably contributed to like, this. Oh, I'm so tall and hot and I'm banging this Jonah, <laughs> Jonah's brother and like my life is awful. Yeah. What a twat. Uh, we're good. Okay. Uh, I think we're good over on Streamlabs. Let me double check one more time. Um, yeah, we're good over on. Oh no, here let's reload real quick. Yeah, we're good over on Streamlabs, and I do want to say uh, shout out to our top three contributors uh, on D Live. That would be it's it clips their names, but we got a Donald Trump stand-in character VMQ and Avid Day 04. Thanks for supporting the show, guys. Okay, uh, back at it. Uh, let's check back in with Daniel. Let's see if we can get him in here. Daniel, you're good to go if you're ready. I am ready. Sorry, I forgot to join the Discord. No problem. What's on your mind? And sorry, um, my to the stream viewers, my computer is running low on resources, I guess. So I'm going to turn down some settings here, see if we can get it running a little smoother. But go for it, Daniel. All right. Uh, I want to talk about communism. How about you? Uh, anytime. Sure. Awesome. Well, we want to uh, talk about how it's a great idea myself. that always works, right? 
Oh yeah, I mean historically it's worked every time, right? Oh yeah, every single. It's been time. very close many times. But, but that's true. Quite. It has worked the way they intend it to work, but not real yeah, so right. much for the people that live there. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. You can make that argument. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's all about the upper crust having 100% of the power over the production of the nation, yeah. right? Isn't it amazing that a, that a system founded on the theft of property at gunpoint somehow descends into an authoritarian dystopia? Who oh, could yeah, have foreseen? That? How could it be? There's a yeah. mystery in this box. Yeah. It's communism. Yeah. Yeah. No, really, though, uh, it, when it's not forced by disarmament and food lines, uh, it just starts with lies, right? Which is what we've been seeing the last few decades by the left. Hmm. Is uh, You know, we'll give you these things or we'll save you from these dangers that, of course, are real. Yeah. And at the same time, they remove values and morals and any trace of uh, God in people's lives. And it just makes the state or the people who run the state, I guess, the, the ones you have to worship so you don't become the state's enemy. Yeah, I think you I think you really hit the core of it there. It's like all these promises to save you from the various threats of the world. But one of the uncomfortable truths about adulthood is nobody really can save you but yourself. Sometimes people can, but ultimately you are your own first and last no, line of defense. No, that is the defining characteristics of, of adulthood. It's you realize like nobody's coming for you. Yeah. You got to bail yourself out and your parents don't know what they're talking about. Neither do any of your teachers. Right. Like you, of course, want to surround yourself with a community that can look out for you when the opportunity is there. But ultimately, it's you. It's you. So really you better to be do, prepared. Too. I mean, finding a good group of people to hang around or even yeah. uh, even give you good advice. That's really difficult now. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, at least for me, I should say. I got <laughs> Matt, though. Yeah, it's basically yeah. Blonde and I, that's it. Not only are we business partners, we're like each other's longest standing friends. At this point. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's like not even a joke, honestly. I, I have like one friend from high school that I still keep in touch yeah. with. That's about yeah, that's it. Totally true. Yeah. Anyway, we gotta give you the boot. Any final thoughts? Yes, last word if you don't mind. Uh Go for what it. they're trying to do with taking away the uh taking away the your republic to give you a democracy, you know, vote to vote thing. So California yeah. can rule the world. Yeah. It's the exact representation of how they boil you to death. Uh, like a, mm. like a lobster, right? You ever done yeah. that? No, yeah. No. But yeah, what they're doing is they're decentral. They're not decentralizing power. They're centralizing power to the few. And as opposed to giving it back to the States so that they have that control, they have that power and they can pull the center of power farther from the people, which yeah. leaves them less accountable to the people. Yep. I think we're witnessing that. Hmm. All right. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, man. Yep, have a good night. Appreciate it. Uh, Cooksy. Cooksy's up next. That's cute. Hey, you guys. Yeah. Hey. What's on your mind? Oh, I'm just uh, really glad to get to call in again. I usually uh, miss your show anymore. I have to watch it or, sh sorry, listen to it. Sure. The following day, you're, you know. You're really quiet on my end if you can get that mic. Closer yeah, or something. I got you bumped as high as I can, but still coming in pretty quiet. All right, one second. Do, do, I'm do. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's probably good enough. It's not. It's not. Too How's bad. that? Is that that's better? that's better. Yeah, go with that. Oh, good. Okay. So I usually miss your shows because I come home after work, take care of the kids, and then I'm like in bed, laid out by eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today I came home and took a nap, so I get to see the show today. Nice. Nice. Well, thanks for yeah. tuning in. I'm a big nap fan. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. I usually so, get like a half hour nap in the afternoon every day. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah. I was going to say, do you take like the 15 to 30 minute nap or are you like me where it's like you sleep from four to six? <laughs> uh, if I get multi hour, that ends up being too much. And then I'm like really groggy when I wake up and it kind of ruins the rest of the day. So weirdly yeah. enough, I, I sit here and I work and then oftentimes in the afternoon, I'll like, you know, hobble out there in the living room and I'll throw <laughs> on daytime judge Judy and nap on the couch for a half hour, half <laughs> listening to like hilarious people trying to get sassy with judge Judy and her Squabbling. shutting them down. Yeah. I, I love that show. <laughs> I think it's, the best. it's a great show. Yeah. Hey, Blonde, I was thinking about you today. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I was wondering, do you plan on doing any more videos where you discuss um, your art and film critic criticisms? I do love making those videos. Um, but I, I just, especially with films, I um, haven't gone to see very many because everything I see is just garbage. And I, I actually went to see Mother because I had heard it was so bad. Oh, right. Um, but I, I did love, I love making that. So yeah, maybe I will. It's a good suggestion. Get back I into like it. them a lot. I think you do a very well thought out and well spoken videos, especially when it comes to art criticism. I just love them. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, I kind of feel yeah. like I've hit a wall with that one, though, because I can't review any more modern art. It's all the same. Like no unique modern art is coming out and I've already classified it all as garbage. So like, where do I go from here? Well, that's true. I mean, maybe you got to take, you know, a few steps back, maybe, you know, by a couple decades or yeah. if you do film, maybe pick something from nineties or eighties that was completely that's overlooked true. and didn't get enough really good um, attention. Do you ever watch black pills? Uh, no. Oh man, mm -hmm. you would probably love it. It's a lot of movie reviews of like older movies that are filled with propaganda and they're very well thought out. Devin Stack, is, he's got a great channel. It's Blackpilled mm. on YouTube. Okay, Blackpilled on YouTube. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, thank um, you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Yeah, I really like you guys. I appreciate what you do. I know it probably won't last forever, but I hope to be here until the end. Well, we'll it's, always have one place to go. So we're going to we'll, ride we'll, we'll this one into out. the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing, is, the, the nice thing is uh, this is established enough. Thanks to listeners like you, of course, that, uh, that one way or another, there's going to be a place that'll host us. Uh, you know, yeah. if YouTube decides they don't want to be that place, that's their loss at this point. All right, go ahead. Cut off one of, you know, we're all, it benefits YouTube to host us too. Yeah. They're making money off of everybody. It's uh, but the third most well-viewed live stream on Sunday nights after Chill Beats too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loud I'm very proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're not going anywhere. And uh, that you know, there you was there was what AOL and then you know Yahoo and MySpace and then Facebook yeah. and YouTube is just the beginning. Yep. And that's the thing. Yeah. YouTube is foolish to think that they, that people go to YouTube for YouTube. They go to YouTube for shows that they like. So yeah. if you ask, you start axing the shows while well, you're axing yourself, YouTube. So good luck exactly. with that. But we gotta, we gotta let you go, but thank you. Thanks so much for calling. Hey, no problem guys. Have a good night. Have Bye. a good night. <laughs> Your uh, so Mystic Axe. You know what I'm still waiting for is this alleged like Dave Rubin, Jordan Peterson platform. Oh. Form. Yeah. I've heard Dave Rubin tease it a couple times in recent interviews. There's something coming. Recently? Yes, within the last few weeks. Okay. So maybe there's still something coming. Anyway, Mystic Axe, go for it. So how have you guys been? Eh. We are well. How are you? <laughs> well, uh, I'll speak for myself. and really irritated with, the, with Canada's government and Trudeau in general. Yeah. Mm. Did you know we, we got a new toonie that is not a special event thing. It is going to be our, toonie from, our loonie from now on. Which is two gay. It is pretty much a, Picasso, a gay Picasso 
artwork on a coin that is we're going to be carrying around. Why? What what's this called? I want to look at it. It, it just look up the new uh Canada Looney. Rooney? Looney. L-O-O-N-I-E. Looney. What is that? Oh, New here we Canada. go. I see. Yeah. Oh, like, this is this is horrendous. Yeah, it's oh, apparently two guys kissing, not uh And one of them has rainbow hair. They both do. Uh yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, whatever. It's just like they just reading the comments like and some other things on it is, oh well this means oh um no. Some of the uh, uh, his, gay historians, quote unquote, saying, oh, this, it's putting it out as that we have equality when, in fact, we do not. I'm like, you guys have, we have the Charter of Rights. You guys are, have the same rights as I do. You just think you don't because right. you make either shitty life choices or you try to force it on other people. This is, uh, this is insane. <laughs> this article I'm reading about it talks about supporting the LGBT and HIV communities. Yeah, that no, seems like, kind of kind of insulting to lump them together. But what, can it just like, be LGBT oh, HIV? It, it, can we add that on at the end of it too? Expand that acronym. Yeah, it's sort it's, of odd. I don't understand it. it. Like I, I don't remember a time in my life when gay people were persecuted in any way, shape, or form. My whole life. No, short of like being in high school and people calling each other faggots or something like that. Like, yeah, I've not, uh, granted, I've not, it's been a little while since I've been in the college or office work setting. Um, what, you think it's gotten worse? I doubt it's gotten worse. Come on. It's, I'm tired also, of people we... acting like they're, they're persecuted all the time for benign reasons like this. Yeah. You want to see something else stupid? Look up our new $5 bill. So we said for one of our Canada sucks. The our one of our first few prime ministers who made the schooling system in Canada because he did a few bad things, which was like uh, I can't remember what it was like uh, certain schooling where it was like it was really weird. Uh, he's Donald McDonald. He was moved from the five dollar bill, and the black lady who stood up for black rights in the 70s or 60s or whatever, is now on the $5 bill. Well, our prime minister who built, like, who helped build Canada and, like, the schooling system is like, oh, he's evil. We can't touch him now. Even he quotes. It's a quote from him saying, even though that I may, some of stuff may seem evil now, don't judge me of what I've done, but what I have done. Yeah. Like, Gotta erase look, history. We, we gotta wrap it up, but we'll give you a, a final thought yeah, if you want. Gun of the Week. Uh, it is another uh, science fiction gun. Look up BFG Doom 2005. I want all these guns. <laughs> all these uh, fictional ones? Yeah. Yeah, that looks like this a is... real Muslim killer. Right this one is... Uh... Airdrop them into Europe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this one has a lot of uh, controversy with the gaming community because... This is was supposed to be the biggest uh, two day, uh, at 2005, the biggest game-to-movie adaptation, like the perfect adaptation, where we only got one thing perfect, and that was the first-person shooter part of the halfway near the end of the damn film. Hmm. Everything else was shit. This is supposed to be, the. it's called a big force gun, but it's actually called the big fucking gun. That's what yeah. it's called. Gotcha. Well, somebody and said it to our P.O. box. <laughs> Yeah, it is. 
it is nice looking, but if you look at the BFG 9000, that, my friends, is the original S. <laughs> All right. All right. We got to let you go. But, uh, yeah. but thank you, man. Yeah. You guys have a nice day. You as well. Yeah. Your mm. girlfriend just texted me to remind me that she watched my channel before she watched your channel. Yeah. What, is she? When I got home, she wasn't home. What the hell is she doing? She's, uh, must be... she's talking about how she'll, she'll never cuck on the 19th like you. Oh. <laughs> Well, I can't cuck if it's always been my position. It's like I never, I never established being an anti nineteenth and then gone back. Yeah, that was. Anyway, E is for epitome. Yes, I know I'm pronouncing epitome incorrectly. That's just the gag. Hi, how are you? We're hey, right. how, how are, are you? Good guys. I finally watched a Quiet Place. Ooh, okay, okay, good. All right. Sorry, blonde. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I would have predicted you would go the other way. No, no, no. Well, actually, it sucked, but it's really good in that we like to hate watch stuff. So, <laughs> was it the plot holes? Because I knew that going in, and I had, I knew I was gonna have to overlook serious plot holes before I started watching it. Yes, which is also what made it entertaining because we were just like roasting it the entire time and being mm -hmm. like, "These people are so retarded." It's just because I'm so thirsty for some Christian <laughs> undertones. Yes, John Krasinski, the noble I man mean, who could have saved her. his family had he had basic competency, but couldn't. Whatever, and they have good sexual chemistry because they're married IRL. So. <laughs> sexual but chemistry like, with a nine months pregnant lady? Come you, on, you know, you're going to have to bang your pregnant wife. I don't, want, I don't want to think about those oh days. Oh my God. Those days aren't today. <laughs> That's in the, the unknown future. Yeah. yeah. Well, fine, well, talk yeah. about how this awesome movie sucked. Go go ahead. No, no, no. I just wanted to say that it did suck for those reasons, but we still enjoyed it because we were laughing so hard. Oh, I my mean, God. The whole, the whole point of watching a movie is your own entertaining commentary on it. Right? I suppose. <laughs> At least that's how I watch movies. I suppose. It did have plot holes, I know. Yeah, mm. it was. I mean, if you're looking for, for good uh, fiction, there are other places to find it. Um, but the real reason I'm here is Blonde, I listened to your uh, your talk with Critical Condition. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed it. And is it because I cried? I... <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's because I'm back again to shill for homeschooling. This is all oh. right. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your story of, of those little boys that you saw, sh like playing and shooting it. I was, it reminded me of my childhood because of yeah. course I was homeschooled. And that was a question that we got a lot when I was a kid is like, hey, why aren't you in school? Um, and, and so when you said you thought that at first, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds familiar. But like, I, I that, that was nice to hear because that's how I remember my childhood being. We, when I was really yeah. little, we lived out in the middle of nowhere, Texas, and we were right by a sugar cane field. And so the three of us, my oldest brother would just like take us out and make us eat things in the sugarcane forest. And then my mom would just let us run wild. And then when it was time for lunch, she had this triangle bell and she would just go out <laughs> on the back porch and just ring it. Wow, that's wholesome as shit. And... Yeah, that's old school. Yeah, for sure. Good. And, no, and that's so, good. Yeah, I'm just, glad to hear it. I just wanted to say, keep, keep fighting for homeschooling because... It's the best way to grow up. Like from the kids' perspective, 
I think it's the best way to grow up too. I agree. Just, I think you're, you're so right. free to like have fun and do whatever the heck you want. And take breaks throughout the day and get a lot of exercise and yeah, things like exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. And play in the sugar cane forest and, play. and get in yeah. trouble and do all kinds of things like Aww. that. Well, thank you so much for the the input. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Um. And my final thought is, do I have one? Oh. Is it weird if if my boss offered to keep my dog while I have to travel for work? No, no, I think uh, I think you should take advantage of that. Totally. And I say that with a little bit of inside knowledge because we've discussed this previously. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like it, it's either that or like get rid of the dog. I know. I mean, yeah, I think I'm. No, is your dog cool? That. Yeah, he is. I mean, okay. he's pretty old and chill, but yeah. That's the thing is like if the dog's old, it's going to be really hard to find like if you have to get rid of him, it'll be really difficult to find another home for him yeah. to yeah. give him away. Yeah. So I would say take the opportunity. Do it. Oh. Yeah. Not weird at all. Okay. I believe you. All right. Have okay. a good night, you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Can't believe their money is called the loony. Yeah. I've, I actually didn't know that. I've not heard that before. So it shows how much I know about Canada. Jonaslav, you're good to go. Do you want to know more about Canada, though? Really? Um, all right, so gross medical store for you guys. In Am I coming in clear? It's been, it's been a little while. Yeah, go yeah. for it. No eyeballs, no teeth, no kids. Them's all the right, rules. so two years ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, On my way, That's all right. I was very minor. Like, I got done with it in, like, three months. So huh. the day before my first chemotherapy session, though, I got in a car accident, totaled the car. Like, Jesus. I go in the next day, and they say, all right, this has never happened before, but we think it'll be okay. So I go through chemotherapy. So for that, they have a port in your chest, like a little plastic thing that they insert into you, like a couple, like a month before through surgery, that has a tube that goes into your heart. Ah! So then they inject the chemotherapy drugs into this port right next to your heart so that it goes throughout your entire body rather than just hmm. poisoning like a specific vein in your arm or whatever, and like killing that skin around it and that tissue. So I go through chemotherapy, I go through radiation in three months, entirely cured, everything's hunky-dory, go in for a checkup that like uh, spring, I think it was March or three or so months afterward. They try to clear out the port. So they put water in, they tried to first draw blood and then they put in water. They didn't get any, manage to get any blood. Say, so, all right, something's wrong here. They put in the water, I feel this sharp pain throughout my left side. What they found out was, is that we think because of the stress, the tube had broken off inside. <gasps> so then... <laughs> no! So I go in for surgery, and they take out the regular port, and they say, all right, part of this is missing. They do some scans, and they find out that it's like floating in a vein somewhere. So I, they go in later, they put me like... Mostly, I'm still conscious, but I can barely feel anything. And they go in through my neck, down through my veins, and fish it out of me. Ugh. Totally nuts. Ugh. Anyway, that's my uh, gross medical story of the week. Oh I can... my god, before we let you go, are you okay? Are you cancer-free? And what kind of cancer was this? It was Hodgkin's lymphoma. I'm uh, oh. 23 now. I was 21 then. Wow. I got done in three months. They caught it wicked early. I was just in the shower one day. I was like, huh, there's this bump on my neck. And four months later, I was walking around just fine. Holy and there's no, shit. there's no, I, I suppose you have to watch this for the rest of your life, probably, but there's no impact on your life now? 
Uh, no, not really. Uh, huh. I have a bit thinner hair, which is like distressing, but um. But you're alive. Yeah, but Here no, yeah, no, no meaningful. You're not impacted physically, other than that. Um, no, not really. Like, wow. other than like the the car crash, I think like busted up my sh my shoulder a little bit. Yeah, but... yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's really a lot of rare. experience for a really young guy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, All right, cancer. Uh, Don't worry. Dudes. It's fine. It's okay. It's <laughs> the, car, the car crash is a problem. Yeah, though. really. Good lord. All right. Thanks, um, man. Yep. Have a good night, dudes. Yeah. Oh my god. So we can get one or two in. God, that's uh not to not to deflect back to us, but I remember like last year when I had mono. Yeah. And my lymph nodes on my neck were all swollen. And then it happened to you later, too. And we were both like, do we have lymphoma? I actually went to an <laughs> ear, nose and throat doctor. And I was like, I can feel a lump in my neck. I feel it every time I swallow. I know. And she yeah. she um, diagnosed me with globus from anxiety. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. And for me, it was you're 30 years old and you have mono. <laughs> Congratulations on kissing a girl for the first time. <laughs> All right, Kyle, hey, climate, you're good up? to go. Hey, guys. <laughs> what's on your mind? Uh, I have two quick things. Uh, first of all, uh, 8th of May is coming, and I mm -hmm. don't know if I th I'll have the chance to say it, so I'll say it now. Happy birthday to the show. Beauty and the Beta is turning three years old. Was oh, it May 8th? May. I th it was. I, I yes. thought it was later than that. It's no, that early. it was the beginning of May. Eighth, yeah. Oh, I always thought it was, eighth, oh, wow. 8th of May, well, three years. Oh and I gosh. encourage everyone. I encourage everyone to go and watch that no. episode. Do it, guys. Do it. Don't <laughs> it go was watch good. The... Skag was nervous looking. Huh? I watched it's, it a few months ago. Fascinating to see. It's fascinating to see how that one casual conversation, so you know, polite and safe, turned into yeah. your show now, which is gold standard of of YouTube shows. Oh well, thank you. Oh, you're thank too you kind. so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I couldn't. If you could, if you could have told me at the time that this would have worked out to the way that it, to the degree that it has, I'd, I'd be like, "All right, cool, yeah. sign me up. Sounds good to me." Uh, mm -hmm. So thanks, okay. thanks for helping us uh, keep it going as long. What as should we has. do for our three-year oh, anniversary? What, what oh, should we, we do? Lose him? Oh, there we go. No, no, no. I thought I thought you were you were trying to work it out between yourselves. Some special. Oh, no. Any, yeah. no, anybody have any suggestions? We literally have zero plan. I was not even aware that was the anniversary, yeah. actually. No plan. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that can't be why you want to call. For your we don't... three years. Um, Are you going to get drunk? No, I'm never going to get drunk on a stream. I just, <laughs> not to um not to rip too much, because I, I like, I, of course, love Dave Rubin. I think he does. Uh, he's one of my biggest, uh, like, most appreciated and biggest influencers on YouTube. That said, when he was leaving Patreon and doing his like fundraising streams and drinking for money. Yeah. That got a little rough. That got a little rough and I don't want to do that. The disaster potential is so high. Yeah. I was like, okay, note to self, one course per stream. Yeah, really. That would That's be it. so funny though. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. That said, uh, if people are ever, you know, in town or if I get a chance to hang out with people in real life, maybe I'd have two, but not on the stream. So you guys can all see how short he is and <laughs> know that I'm not lying. Yeah. Okay, quickly, second thing, and I'm out. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, a couple of weeks ago, I sent you a super chat complaining that I wasn't invited to a Melbourne meetup. And I got an oh, email right. from, the, from the team Melbourne. We exchanged a few messages. And now cool. I'm Melbourne on the 8th of May. Awesome. With There's the anniversary date, no less. 
Yes, yes. And I, an um, anniversary meetup and an interstate meetup because I'm flying over from a different state. So oh, cool. I hope cool. it would be. I, I remember their picture. That Remember, that was like the classiest meetup picture we've seen. They were all in like fancy attire at a, at a good looking restaurant. It looked like. Remember that one? I uh, yes, we'll I do. Everybody like was looking yeah. real dapper. Yeah. Okay, okay. Can I have a final thought? Uh, real yeah. quick. Go for it. So, uh, Matt, that's you many people claim to have had sex with you but <laughs> i i wouldn't even rape you well thanks uh, i appreciate <laughs> it you know uh, okay, while, we're, while we're on the topic you know, shout out to sargon too who is he's crushing it right now and i i hope uh i don't know what his political prospects are but i got a lot of admiration for him willing to step it up in the real world arena he told a bunch and, of people uh, from channel four that were asking him questions to get bent yeah <laughs> But he's he's going out and doing kind of the Crowder style sit downs good, too. Good for him. Um, that is really hard. It's hard. Yeah, stuff it's do. very difficult, and he's doing a great job. All right, thank you, man. Thanks, guys, Thanks keep up the good work for another thirty years, or we'll try. Thanks, man. Okay, let's uh, let's check in with a uh, super chat and streamlabs real quick, and then we'll get to our last segment of sure. calls. Dirty, dirty smear merchants. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that is uh, excellent work. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, do, 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 uh, okay, uh, the Dallas <laughs> Dallas City Council just passed a mandatory eight-day paid sick leave for every business in Dallas City limits. I didn't They're hear insane. that. Eight days paid sick leave for every business. For everybody mandatory, including, are there any exemptions for like your mom and pop cafe or is that legitimately every business? That's it. That's a huge cost. If you're just like some small town, well, I guess Dallas city, but if you're, if you're just some small, like breakfast cafe operation or something, that's so much. Um, Miles Kinslow. Hey guys, if Democrats want convicted felons and prisoners to, uh, to give them the right to vote, cause I can read guys. Would they give them back their Second Amendment rights? We were just talking about that before the show. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing not. More votes for themselves. Yeah. No, totally. because they only invent rights into the constitutions, into the constitution. Yeah. The ones that are explicit, they don't like and they say aren't real. Kevin Flanagan says the answer was Pibbles, but I don't know what that means. And so I don't know if I just inadvertently said something really racist. Kevin Flanagan is uh, quickly becoming, I guess, the spiciest member of the chat. I know. So I can't read some of your stuff, dude, or it's just going to get memed. into. <laughs> He's going to get the whole operation banned. I know. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, Joel Dykeman, Blonde, you were interviewed by Critical Condition. Any plans to reply in kind? Yeah, I'd love to have her on my channel. I don't think she would mind me saying this, but we're like actually friends in real life. Hmm. <laughs> like we talk all the time. I'm not familiar with, with her and I've not listened oh, to this interview. So I got to check it best. out. It's on my channel. I, it's okay. under on other interviews. She's yeah. CC Bucko on Twitter. Um, she's just a fantastic woman. She's got a great channel. Um, hmm. Great friend. Uh, Jacob, my Sarah may uh, today's Chad's moment in history. U S Marine at Bella Wood charged 12 Germans who were carrying three machine guns with nothing but an empty rifle with a bayonet. Two Germans died and the rest were treated. Wow. Hmm. That's a big chat thundercock. Um, all Harvey <laughs> Iffy says, Game of Thrones question, what's the difference between Danny's claim to the throne and claims we should return all land to Indians? Um, oh, okay. So the idea is that she was basically removed from the throne by force. Mm-hmm. Like they took out the Targaryens and now she's coming back to say no, because my ancestors sat on this throne. I'm the rightful heir to this throne. Yeah. But like her well, ancestors 
built things and infrastructure on the land. I suppose. And use the wheel and such. I mean, isn't there some, there were some, not all tribes were like nomadic, right? There, there was some, I mean, some of there, they had no, no actual infrastructure built. I mean, like they had, they, there were some stationary villages, right? But like, not really. They were mostly nomadic. There was warring Mm. tribes. And so much of um, the land was unoccupied and uncultivated. I don't think we could call it any kind of pre-existing culture that had created a civilization. Yeah, I mean, if you go if you go by uh, like the Locke, John Locke's theory of property, like what is property but a resource plus your labor, yeah. and and that's not necessarily the the philosophy by which this hemisphere operated. That's not to say that Indians didn't work. I mean, they produced villages, they they had their people and stuff, but they. The concept of property, as far as like um, Europeans were concerned, was not right. And because the same thing here. they occupied small parts of this continent, did it all belong to them? I mean, it's a it's a massive right. Massive and uh, yeah, and you ask them at the time, and it's kind of like, is it fair to even say them as a monolith? Because they, I mean, no, all these tribes were... would consider themselves mortal enemies in a lot of cases. Right. Yeah. So I reject the notion that they built any kind of civilization. Whatever I have to say to make sure that Daenerys does not end up on the throne at the end. I don't get fine. For real. Please, just not that. The series better end with her getting raped and murdered. Like, that's really what needs to happen. (laughs) Um, Dangerous Spaces. On a similar theme of Matt's video, have you seen the... Have you you guys seen um, the YouTube doco called Seattle is Dying? Yeah, I watched it. Infuriating. Also, have you guys tried Tim Tams yet? No. Uh, everybody should watch oh, this no, document. No. It's KOMU. Is that the Seattle station? Some people have sent it to me. I've not seen it yet. Oh, but it's, it's like so this good. hour long thing, right? You should watch it with your woman. Um, okay. It's really depressing. I mean, I've been saying it for years. And like when my husband was deployed, I kept telling him like, it's so fucking bad here. You don't even know. He goes, oh, it's not that bad. I always wondered like, if you were overstating the case. And then no, you start sending me some pictures and stuff. I know I'm prone to hyperbole, but yeah. seriously, it's, it's really, really bad. They're like unlivable conditions. Yeah. Um, Easter worshiper, <laughs> my <laughs> wife's a fan of the show and is listening tonight while on bed rest. Just want to give a shout out and support the show. Love you, oh, cool. sweet noodle. Rest up, honk honk. Oh, that's so well, sweet. get well, noodle. Easter worshiper also said, Hey, blonde, I found your recent perspective on Christianity pretty interesting. If you ever get a chance to visit an East Orthodox church, do it. I think you'd find it. It's historically fascinating. Hmm. Um, or it, its history is fascinating. Yeah, I'm really open to it. I actually went to Mass last week. I've been exploring some churches around idaho um but yeah i don't think that we have any orthodox churches around here um thank you easter worshippers semper ad meliora hey guys here's some loonies p.s they're um also good at your local porn arcade (laughs) i don't even know what that is but thank you (laughs) please google porn arcade uh, Fataku, <laughs> make the franchise contingent upon military service or draft registration, service guaranteed hmm. citizenship, women's cowardice de facto repeals 19. For real. Yeah. What, whatever gets us to that end. I Juan don't really care. Of, yeah. yeah. Um, Miles Kinslow. Hey guys, I had a crazy thought. If Pete, I don't even know, how do you say his last name? Budigag? Legitimately, I've heard Budigag or Budigag. Budigag? So the super uh, fruit has butt in his last name and pete butt a plug pete fuck a butt whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um take fellow candidate eric swalwell yeah. you get but a but a, i don't even know how to say it 
So oh God, how is this gonna? But a but a gag, but a gag, but a jag. Swalwell sounds like a gay porn star. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I hope that's their take. There's some swallow butt joke in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rainer Chan, I'd like to offer an argument for socialism and communism. Socialist and communist regimes have much lower cancer rates because people don't live long enough to have it. Oh, boom! Take that. There capitalist. you go. That was in poor taste because our lymphoma guy could have called. So no more cancer jokes no more for cancer the, rest, jokes. Of the yeah. rest of the stream. Uh, we're good. OK, uh, and I believe we're good on Streamlabs. Quick reload. But Another shout out to our um, our top three over on uh, D Live. That's Donald Trump, VMQ, and Avid Day 04. Thanks, guys. Avid over on uh, Streamlabs says, "I'm calling it now. Very soon, there will be a media hit piece accusing Sargon of being anti-Semitic because of smear merchant. <laughs> they will connect the Happy Merchant 4chan meme to Jewish-controlled media conspiracy in order to try to take him down. That's a fair prediction. Uh, yeah. I will credit you if that comes to fruition." I did. Thanks. I was walking around saying smear merchant and I was thinking maybe I shouldn't be saying that. Yeah. That actually did occur to me. All Is right. it Buddha Jag? I think it's Buddha Jedge. Buddha Buddha Jedge. I, I don't know. I shouldn't have let's, called that let's guy get back to the guy. I, I just forget everybody's name. <laughs> Big LC, you're good to go if you're ready. I can't hear him. Hello. What? Oh, oh, there, there we, we go. Go for it. Hi. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up, my uh, sanity safe space merchants? Makes <laughs> all right. We can go with that. What's on your mind? Yeah. I was. I had a pretty cool get woke go broke story. You may or may not have heard from of from Melbourne. Go for it. All right. There's a vegan cafe, so you know where this is going to fucking. Oh go. yeah, <laughs> I did hear this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They charged a <clears throat> charged an eighteen percent man tax on any man that comes in they, uh, they yeah. get 18 percent more on the food what and yeah. they're closing down at the end of the month <laughs> that's not illegal in your country i would think that would be illegal here even though i wouldn't be in favor of that being illegal but i gotta imagine that would get challenged on legal grounds in the united states yeah yeah well this one seems like a market solution <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I've, the article I read said there's no evidence connecting their man because they only did this like once a week or something or like they had pay gap day or something. The article said there's no evidence connecting their men must pay more policy to them going out of business. But, you know, being like a feminist vegan cafe that hates men on the side, there are many reasons why yeah, I would not go to that restaurant. There are plenty of male vegans. And they're probably all like a big portion of them are male feminists too. So it's like yeah. you don't want to be alienating that demographic, male uh, vegans. Yeah. They're sympathetic to your stupid plight. You didn't have a chance to sample this place and pay the extra fee, did you? I don't really venture into Inham Hilburn that much, but ah. it's a vegan restaurant, so fuck that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> all well, right. that's and, good. It's, I'm happy to see people uh, getting what they deserve. Any final thoughts from you? Well, did you hear the Sri Lankan defense minister's comments? I did not. What's that about? He, um, I think, was found the person suffering the worst, second worst case of Christchurch derangement syndrome outside hmm. of New Zealand. He blamed the bombings and the shootings from the start of the week on Christchurch. Hmm. Wasn't there a claim that it was like revenge for Christchurch or something? Um, not this is the only claim I could find. Oh, it's from it this seems... guy, Ruan. I'm not going to try and pronounce that last name. Yeah, 
I mean, it might maybe partially, but it does seem that if the whole thing was a Christchurch revenge plot, that's a pretty tight timeline to get this level of coordination in place yeah, to pull that off. Maybe. That is to say, I got to imagine they were thinking about doing this prior. I don't know. I mean, it's possible this was revenge for Christchurch, but you know, Muslims hmm. are always seeking revenge for something. Hmm. Hmm. All right, we got to let you go, even, It's not even from Australia or New Zealand, so it makes no sense. All right. I'll yeah, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. All right, thank I'll you, catch man. Catch you guys when I can. See ya. For sure. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, that's true. Why Sri Lanka? Uh, let's talk to Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, what's up? Oh, we're doing all right. How are you? I'm all right. Um, I heard there was some dispute on pronunciations. It is oh. butt gig. Butt gig. Butt gig. Yeah. Butt gig. Butt gig. He gives you a he gives you a butt gig if you hang out with Pete. <laughs> It sounds like he I mean, goes around and has promiscuous anal sex as a job. <laughs> butt gig? Yeah. I got a butt gig. Oh, my God. Well, because yeah. he does have a butt gig thing, <laughs> he is, uh, he's the candidate. He's the one. So he's going to be the first gay president. And, you uh, think you so? Know, according to, no, no, not at all. But that's, like, that's, that's, the the democratic, that's the democratic angle, yes. Yeah. So, hey, did uh, did you check out that thing I sent you about uh, Sidney Watson? Uh, not in detail. Remind me. Um, well, she was with uh, Avi. Um, uh, Yemeni? Uh, You're talking about the... Yeah, yes, yes. Okay. Avi Yemeni. And uh, they both got detained at LAX. That's right. Yeah, I heard him on Ruben's show talking about it. Can someone give me yeah, the TLDR? It... I've only seen the headlines on this. Why was he detained? They said it was because of some past. He described it on the Rubin report. It was like some past visa issue he had or something that oh, was so now was, being enforced. But he made it sound. Well, no, he's saying that basically the only reason they uncovered it is because he had made plans for this U.S. tour. And he's saying that Comedy Central and Jim Jeffries and all of them like conspired with the FBI or whatever the federal authorities in play would be. And used this as an excuse to block his entry into the country. Oh, God, if that's true, that's... Sydney said that Comedy Central directly contacted the FBI to stop them from coming in. Yeah. And the only reason why I think she got through is because she has dual citizenship uh, here in the United States and in Australia. Uh So um, I don't think they could do anything to her. Eventually, they basically had to let her in the country. Um but yeah, they, they sent him back and it was all supposedly because Comedy Central uh, contacted the officials, which is kind of scary if you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, that, totally. if, that's, if that's legit what happened, I mean, yeah, that's insane. But why would, yeah. why would Comedy Central care that much? It's like just him coming to the United States doesn't necessarily amplify his platform. He's already amplified it on YouTube through the internet. Who cares know? anyway? Well... They're trying to make a call like he was going to be violent, and the fact that he yeah you know, he was in the IDF, you know. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But so what? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like I was in the I was in the Marine Corps, so you so know, Australia is going to block you or something, right? Right. Well, 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 right, because I don't agree with some politics because I might be dangerous because I know how to use weapons. Yeah, you, you know, like it, it's silly stuff, but. Uh, hmm. But yeah, um, but very liberal ideas, right? To stay away from that uh, 
that slippery slope, I think, the, 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 the traditional liberal idea, you know. Uh, it, it, I don't know, man. We're in strange, strange times. I yeah, I, I'd like, I wish I could hear from an FBI spokesperson or someone, because that, that claim, it's not that I don't believe him. It's totally possible. It's just, I would like to live in a world where that is not what happened. You know what I mean? I don't want to think that like Comedy Central is in cahoots with the federal authorities to block people with information that's inconvenient to their political agenda. Yeah, but look like Tommy Robinson can't even go anywhere, you know. uh, And then Martin had his Estevisa. Yeah, I just want to hear their explanation, but we probably never will. Oh, Oh, man, that's depressing. Thanks for calling, Bill. Yeah. Appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Have a good night. I wonder if I could travel freely through Europe anymore. Because of your wrong think? Yeah, I mean, I, Brittany can't. Lauren hmm. Southern can't. But they've done some on-the-ground activism. I wonder if that's the... Yeah, maybe. Uh, Private Bellardi, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, what's up? Uh, hey there. Good to finally talk with you guys. I'm actually sure. a new fan. Uh, oh, thanks for tuning been in. I'm watching all your videos ever since the whole entire Patreon thing. Um, oh, cool. So, thanks for finding us. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> I want to talk about Article 11, Article 13, sure. the UK porn license. Like, I don't know much about, <laughs> well, I don't know a ton about either of them, but the UK porn license is the weirdest of them all to me. What is, what the fuck is wrong with that continent right now? Is it, like, explain, okay, so, so explain what, what it is and then what the legal, st- is it in place now or it's something that's being proposed? Um, so for... Well, which one? I, I mentioned a couple of them. Uh, the, all... I, the porn for the in the interest of time, let's keep it just to the porn license. Okay, so the porn license is a mess from a couple of the articles that I've read. Um, basically, it's supposed to be a deterrent factor for like use looking up porn, mm-hmm. but I haven't been able to find a lot of information on how the government actually like patrols that, like. Is this is this in place now though? Like you actually yeah. have to get this to the law. The law is passed, and I believe they're they're selling licenses, right? Selling. So I not only <laughs> yeah. do I have to get permission, but I got to pay too. Yeah, you got to pay just like what? the TV licenses. Pay Those are away. things over there. Uh, you can oh. get a you can get out of the TV license. Uh, Tommy Robinson did a a video or part of a video telling you, hey, you don't have to pay for your license because it's just a license to watch like live TV, right? Yeah. Um, but for the porn license, yeah, they begin selling it, but there's not really a lot of talk on enforcement, so there's nothing necessary to encourage people to buy it. Is porn like blocked in the UK? No, like I said, I I don't know. I I think that was what their idea was. Like, I think they were toying around with the implementation of certain filters and pressures on ISPs in their country. But okay, I'm not sure how. I'm gonna have to get someone in the know to clarify this This stuff because I I saw Sargon talking about it at his um in his kind of outdoor sit down things that he's doing, and they were talking about porn addiction and whether porn should be regulated and stuff. Um, but yeah, if, uh, I, I think there's a lot to say about the potential damage that porn does. Yeah. Um, and I do think some of that is, is credible, uh, but I don't want government permission for watching porn. Yeah, that's, 
That's probably the biggest argument. I mean, uh, I, I served time in the military, and the military is a great organization, but it's probably the strongest model of socialism, in, in my opinion. And I'm, mm. I may not be right about that. And, you know, I did my time. I got out. I spent six years in the reserves, but they mm -hmm. do tell you to when to eat and what time to wake up. And it, it's a great yeah, organization. By, by necessity, you would think, but that's no way to run civilian life, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, man. And thanks for serving. Yeah, no problem. Um, Have a good night. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we got 10 more minutes. Get through as many people as we can. Keep me on the clock. Legalize is up next. Hello. How are you doing today? Yeah. All right. What's on your mind? All right. So I got a couple things. So first, Matt, I'd just like to thank you for actually reading your emails because so many people just don't read their emails. And it's like, it, I don't understand how you do it when you probably have a ton of emails. Like people I know who literally, they probably get an email a day. They don't even check their emails and then you respond to people. And I just like appreciate that quite a bit. I do the best I can. And I, I appreciate you thanking me for that. Um, that said, I, I have to know which conversations are worth having and which ones aren't because I definitely get lost in a lot of negativity in my inbox. And I'm trying to, turn off that noise and do a better job of communicating with people who have yeah, yeah. Um, not just positive things to say. It's not like I'm only looking for praise, but people who are looking for good faith conversation as opposed so to people Matt who are So Matt and I like, have this problem where yeah. I, I read but never respond to emails. Matt always responds to emails. I, I read all of my comments though, every comment. Which is weird. I can't. I, I don't know why I do this. It's like I can't, I, I can't stop. It's, it's insane. It's time consuming. It's, it's insane. Hmm. But we need like a little bit from each other's world. Like, yeah, I go into Matt's account because I have to for the show. He has like ten thousand comments stuck in his spam folder that he's never going to read. Yeah, I'm not. It, it doesn't bother you at all. You never think no. about it. Um, but did did you have something else you were calling about? Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. When when you're gonna write a note or like sign a check, like what do you use to do that? I'm I'm asking either of you. So, uh, what do you mean? Like, like digitally, what, what, what or what do you, you mean use to, to sign with a a pen? Yeah, like what kind though? <laughs> are you asking us what kind you, of pens? Are you, is this a is this a bit or you're legitimately? No, no I'm, I'm serious right now. Um, let's I see like if I got any in my drawer here. I like the fine sharpies, like I the do. really fine I sharpies. Like the All fine right, sharpie. shut your um, mouth. I'm gonna learn you good. So the, here, st the, this is this is. I like Pilot G2s also. Shout out to those. This is some important information here right now for you and everyone listening. Go out and buy yourself a fountain pen. I have exclusively hmm. used fountain pens for a long time now. Writing experience is 10 out of 10. Love me some buttery, smooth writing. <laughs> so, no, I, I'm, what are you, I'm the salesman of this? I, what is I this? I spent a grand on fountain pens. They're collectible. You can get them cheap. You can get them expensive. Gold okay. tipped. You get, you get all this. You got to go do it right this instant. First, you got to invest in birch gold and then get a, a healthy get return. And then you can buy all the fountain pens. <laughs> oh, by the way, Israel. Oh. <laughs> get out of here. You're going to get a span. All right, I'll get a fountain pen. Yes, Fine. no, really. Appreciate though, it, man. They're, they're really enjoyable. Anyway, okay. peace out. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, I like a fine tin pit, or a fine tip sharpie. Shut your mouth. <laughs> God, have you no taste, sir? <laughs> kind of pen. Oh my god, kind of rube are you? Anyway. Somebody alive just said he's working for Big Fountain Pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Railingo, you're good to go. Rolling ball for the win. What's up, man? Um, okay. Uh, 
two things. First, more important, the Michigan group is going to be meeting up this Saturday, the 27th. Cool. And, uh, uh, what part of Michigan is this? It's going to be the lower half. Okay. So like Detroit area or something like that? Well, everybody, everybody that can make it basically. Okay. So I'm going to post the link for our group and other links. Okay, cool. And yep, that's going to be for Michigan. We're going to have a big meetup. There's going to be people that knows guns and people that don't know guns. We're just going to have a blast and maybe lunch afterwards. Oh, cool. That's so uh, cool. These meetups yeah. are its just amazing that people are doing this. And the second one, I'm going to be extremely quick, is another gun of the week. Okay. The MX556 micro gun. I put a link for that in video links. is isn't a micro gun. Uh, let me take a look here. It's a small mini gun. It's a oh, big weird. ass gun. Is this real? It is a small mini gun. It can fit in a briefcase. Yeah. Huh. It's on. Uh, what what actually feeds this? Is this like belt fed or something? Yeah, it's belt fed. It's a oh. five five six mini gun. Okay. All right. How much, How much do these cost? run? I've never I've never heard of this. Thing. I have no idea. It's um, probably... and is this is. As far as regulation, if you wanted to buy one of these things, this is not classified as a machine gun? Is that correct? I, I would bet it is. You'd probably need to be uh, a to own one. Okay. Or military. Okay. Yeah, it totally Bummer. is. Otherwise, I'd, I, would, uh, I would be interested. But I'm not going to pay like 25 grand for it. I bet it's not that expensive. Well, if, well, if, it's, if it's classified as a machine gun. But... Th- and it if, is if on, they're manufacturing is it these days, you're not. It's not going to be transferable anyway, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. Anyway, that was it. Have All right. Well, I, I'll look into this. Maybe there's a way. Thanks, man. Uh, North Ranger is up next. North Ranger, you're good to go. Hey guys. Hey there. What's on your mind? Well, greetings from North Dakota. Ooh, what part of North Dakota? Uh, we're in Fargo. Okay, cool. Really? Well, the, the other side. Far, far away from me, unfortunately. Yes, far, far away. And Closer my favorite side. movie. Yeah. <laughs> we don't put people in wood chippers that often. Oh, yeah. come on. Seems really fun. <laughs> hey, I had a, a question for you. I hope you not too much of a downer, but um, hmm. not really news related, but something that the last couple of weeks kind of stuck with me hmm. when uh, Owen Benjamin was uh, poking fun at the Holocaust deniers. Um, and then you got the flood of the moon landing hoaxers and the flat earthers are popping up. You know, at first I think it, you know, it's kind of funny, but for some reason it's kind of this brain worm that's stuck in my head. Um, and I feel like there's this trend of comedians and shit posters, like blurring the lines with the, the honest to goodness nut jobs out there. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, normally I'd think that I have a decent sense of humor and I do appreciate the good shit post, you know, from time to time. Uh, but is there a, a point that we really just have to draw the line? You know, I, um, you know, where you're poking fun is kind of descending into nihilism. So, and maybe, mm. maybe you want to start with Blonde on this one, but um, is there, a, have you been in a situation where you've just had to put your foot down with somebody and tell them, you know, Hey, maybe we need to drop the punchline already. Um, you know, you can pull out of the shtick so that we're not, uh, you know, just feeding into the the leftists and the collapsitarians. It... Yeah, I mean, 
I did it one time when somebody was talking about um, Sargon's wife's baby. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That just made me so... I was so furious. I was furious for like a week. I could barely sleep that night. It just made me so mad. Somebody would make jokes about that. But generally, I, I don't think much should be off limits. Yeah. I mean, my because all of that stuff is is inherently subjective. Of course, there's stuff that's like serious to me that I yeah. prefer not to joke about. But that's the point is like it is specific to my subjective taste. So my response is never to moralize that person. My right. response is to acknowledge, listen, this is not for me. I'm going to voluntarily step out. And, you know, if it's if it's if it's over the top, if it's all the time, I just won't tune into that anymore. If it's a yeah. one off thing, it's like, well. I didn't like this, but I'm just going to step away and come back when it's mm -hmm. some other stuff. Yeah. I, um, I, I get what you're saying, but I, I just am not willing to go after people to shame them for like a moral failing of like an opinion they had or a joke that they had. I just, I, I can't stand when people do that to me. And so I, I just don't want to do that to other people, regardless of how kooky it might be. So there are things that like we're personally sensitive to, but first of all, we yeah. don't want to tell the audience what that is because you know, you can't stop the internet once they know something like that. Yeah. Um. And then generally, I just hate it when people do it to me. That's yeah. off limits wanna... because X, Y, Z. It's like why? Yeah, I don't want to lose my sense of humor, but I'm yeah. kind of sick of arguing for objective truth on mm. both on the on a two front war with both leftists and collapsitarians and nihilists. Yeah. So. I don't know. Just mm. tune out. And Owen, I, I'm not getting a real nihilistic vibe from him. He's like farming and he's doing the Christian thing and he's building his family. Um, you know, I think he's just gotten into some internet spaces that I haven't dipped my toe into. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's just more people that go on Joe Rogan lately. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, did, uh, real quick before we let you go, did you listen to the Adam Conover episode? Uh, no, I didn't see that. Okay. One. Well, stay in that world. If you're an avid Joe listener, <laughs> just skip that episode. Not because of Joe, of course, it's just that guy is Adam ruins everything guys insufferable. Oh yeah. I've seen some of his stuff. Uh, it, it is definitely insufferable. Yeah. I've heard that. Well, thanks for the thoughts, man. All right. Love the show, guys. Hong Kong. Thanks. Well, thanks. Bye -bye. Have a good night. We'll give a uh, last word on the calls tonight to Clash of Champions. Uh, if he's still around. Okay. But actually, I don't see Clash of Champions. So that will work to the benefit of Mustache Asian. Great name. Mustache Asian, you're going to go if you get that mic unmuted. Give him a second. Um, okay. I'll, I'll try one more Navy alarm. You want it? Oh, oh, yep. I'm here. Go for it. All right. So, um, I'm kind of new to this whole, uh, right wing concept under YouTube or whatever. One of my buddies kind of introduced me to this. And, um, mm -hmm. I think this would fall under a question for blonde hmm. because, um, I, I was talking to a few people in the waiting room and they were telling me about like about your political positions. And, um, the questions of like revolves around like, um, ethno states and, I know Blonde had a video about perils about civic nationalism. I don't know if she still stands with those beliefs. I didn't watch the video. Couldn't find it for whatever reason. But um, the idea is, would you guys support a pan-European society, a pan-European ethno-state? Or would it be like, it would have to be even like further like cultural lines. For example, like you can see the Yugoslavian civil war after Tito died. Like all these, all these countries like Bosnia, whatever, and uh, uh, Slovenia, Serbia, all these countries, they were like the people in those countries were genetically similar. However, they had immense cultural and linguistic like differences. So what would be the best strategy? Would a pan-European society only exist in times of conflict or would they exist 
in any t in any sort of scenario, or would it best um, suit like Western civilization to separate these groups? I mean, I guess the the real question is, what are the means by which you're separating these groups? I advocate for uh, people to exist in whatever kind of voluntary society that they see fit. If they want to live with people that are like them, I think that that's totally fine. I don't think we should stop people from separating themselves or separating them into ethnic groups if that's what they want to do. The real issue that you get into with ethno ethnostates is like, oh, well, how are we going to achieve this? Um, and they, that's a huge problem. You can't just kick citizens out of a new country along ethnic lines, uh, violence will inevitably ensue. There's no way to do that in this multicultural society. Uh, so really when I'm talking about the, the failings of civic nationalism, I'm talking about like, listen, people generally, uh, especially throughout history, do better with like-minded tribes, smaller tribes, and communities with people that are like them. If they want to form those own communities through balkanization, fine. Like, I, I'm not going to stop anybody. I think that it, it may be it make a more functional society. But in, in terms of, like, mandatory enforced ethnostates, like, I can't get behind that, no. What do you think is more effective? Which Between, like, the pan-European or the, like, cultural lines? Let's say you have, like, only Bosnians, or would you prefer the pan-European? Um, I don't know. I mean, what is European society anymore? For, doesn't France have a, have 6% Muslims now? It's like, what are they going to do? How are they going to even do a pan-European society? What would that look like? They would argue that, that guess, the EU is is a pan-European society, and I hate nothing more than the EU. Let's, so I don't let's know. say I mean, um, Sweden prior to the migrant crisis, something like that, where you have like not pan-European, but like you either have that where people are like strictly Nordic, or you have like um, the United States pre-1965. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I would love to return to the demographic situation in the United States pre-1965 or Europe pre-migrant crisis. I mean, that that would... But do you think that, like, really matters, like, who, like, what white is? Like, for example, pre-1965, you have, like, the conflicts between the Italians and the Irish because of mass immigration. So does that necessarily matter hmm. in the long Yeah, in, like, in yeah the long I, think, I think it does matter because if you look at... Um, at conflicts between European groups, like the, the squabbling Europeans, uh, and they have so few cultural and genetic differences. When you think about that, and then the difference between somebody that's moving from like sub-Saharan Africa, I mean, it's like a different planet. It, it's it's worlds apart. And we still have interpersonal issues and, and squabble with groups that are very, very alike, very alike. Yeah. I mean, so that's a testimony to people really not being able to coexist with very disparate cultures within their own communities. Um, we got to wrap this up, but we'll give you a last word if you want it. Oh, no, that was everything. Thank you for the response. All right, thanks, man. Thanks. And then, have a good night. Uh, mustache Asian is, yeah, <laughs> it's, got, I mean, it's yeah, oppo I mean, research. And no, that for real, that felt like a setup. So uh, I hope I dodged and weaved enough on that one. <laughs> mustache Asian, you're, you're here. So we'll give you a last word. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like regarding you know, like because you guys were talking earlier about the um, level of ethnicity, like well, how much does the ethnicity play importance in the um, in, in religion? And I was talking to arguing with somebody over Tommy Robinson's video where people keep on accusing him of being racist because he mm -hmm. was criticizing Islam. Yeah, right? and he keep on yelling back at them saying, "Why? Why? Why did I say if I was um, being racist?" And the, their 
argument is that because Islam is most mainly you know practiced by Arabs, yeah, especially like by non-whites, right? Mm-hmm. So, so and 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 they're saying that oh that's why he's being racist, and, and it's like I was like um, but you know but but if you if you ignore the I guess the book. You know, like how much percentage is the genetics? How much percentage? How much is it because of what they actually believe in? Yeah. Yeah. So, right. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing is, I, I I don't know why. I don't know why there would be an inherent connection between these things. That is to say, like race or ethnicity and ideological or ideology or worldview. Yeah, that there said, are. There clearly is. I I don't think anyone would deny that there is a correlation or a relationship between. Um, ethnic groups and the way that they view the world. That's just observable all over the world. I don't, uh, so I don't know. A lot of these conversations come down to like the classic, uh, dilemma of, or the classic, um, conflict of how the world is versus how it should be. I don't, of course I would always want good ideas to win the day. And I want them to win the day for every single society. I wish every country in the world would adopt something like American or Western values because I think they produce the best societies. For one reason or another, they don't want to do that in a lot of cases. It's, it's the cla- like, are we ever going to democratize uh, Muslim countries? I don't no. think so. I mean, I and our think- nation building has had catastrophic effects. I mean, look at what happened in Libya. That yeah. was just Western nation building. And we were like, oh, well, Gaddafi's a bad guy, which he was. But by toppling the regime and not having a fucking plan, we created a thousand Gaddafis and then had a horrible migrant crisis that nobody can contain. I mean, that's yeah. on us. Yeah. And it's like the Asian because Asian thing where it's like China, especially, you know, where we have our own arguments between you know, Taiwanese and Chinese and say, oh, uh, do we really have democracy? Are we really suited for democracy? Mm-hmm. Or are we just looking towards a dictatorship anyway? Either way. Yeah. Either well, I mean, a, a better question is: Is anybody yeah. suited for democracy? Is, is democracy an enduring uh, system of government? I would argue that it's not. At any point that you let in a foreign group, you've destroyed your democracy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very difficult to have um, to to uphold a system of democratic values with wildly divergent value systems. Well, everybody also has to be high IQ and interested in the fate of their country. They have to be invested. So as soon as you, one of the, you lose one of these moving pieces, you're screwed. Hmm. Yeah. We'll we'll give you a last word. Yeah. Because like, I think always people are always looking for a strong leader at one point or the other, you know? Yeah. You know, like we were falling back to maybe like Trump is being the God emperor or whatever. I know it's a meme, but to a certain extent is what people look for. And we're kind of like, oh, we need a somebody strong either way because we are used to that. I don't know, emperor or like a dynastic kind of a system for thousands yeah. of years, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah, America suddenly pop up with this system or like, hmm. uh, yeah. So that's all a right, kind well, of the thing. Well, thanks, man. Okay, thanks right. for Have a good night. Thank you. Okay. Man, I seriously right. think that was like the beginning of a hit piece or something. <laughs> All right. Well, there no, you go. No, that person called in with like a mission. You think so? But then didn't explain their own position. I'm very suspicious. Yeah, probably should have asked him what he thinks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say here. Whatever. Uh, thanks to everybody for participating tonight. That will be it on calls. Uh, I know we didn't get to everybody, but we do the best we can. If you're having trouble getting into the live room, um, uh oh. 
There goes my computer connection. Uh, the stream just took a dip for a second, but it looks like it's back on. It looked like the old days before I had fiber, where like the connection ah. would drop off, but it looks like it's recovered. Anyway, um, we'll get into the email questions. Remember, if you're having trouble participating live or you can't participate live, send us a question. Uh, that's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. Put call and show question in the subject line, and we will respond to it on the show. The rule is keep your question under a tweet's length, and we have some rule bending tonight, but we also have a manageable question load, so we'll, we'll go with it. Uh, Molly says, Lorraine Warren, who was part of, our, uh, part of the married couple that inspired movies like the Conjuring series, Annabelle, Amityville, Horror, uh, just died. And I'm admittedly a bit surprised by all the positive interpretations of her that seem to be more than just uh, a don't speak ill of the dead kind of thing. I've spoken to a number of people in the field at a number of locations, like the owner of the home 200 feet away from the site of the Manson murders and an allegedly haunted ship and several allegedly haunted hotels and and was kind of, or have kind of been under the impression that even a majority of those who believe in ghosts and the paranormal overall consider her a fraud. Along those lines, I was wondering if you guys believe in the ghosts or the paranormal. Is there anything that has helped you form your opinion either way? Um, short answer for me, no. I, I do not. No. And I've not had any kind of experience that would uh, that would l- make me believe in that sort of thing. That said, for some reason, I like watching those stupid shows where they go around ghost hunting and stuff like that. I, I guess know. I do like, find I it interesting. I want to believe. But and and I've tried to because I think it's it would be super cool to have like some interconnectivity with the spiritual world, but I think it's all horseshit. So hmm. yeah, unfortunately. So I guess we don't we don't have short a lot answer. To say no, on that but front. I wish. Yeah, I'm more interested in Bigfoot, of course. That's my um <laughs> that's my preferred my preferred legend or preferred myth. Retro uh, or how do you say this name? Retro, retro robot radio on oh Trump's- oh I see. On Trump's word of the uh, use of the word animal. Why have I not heard this argument? One of the many definitions at dictionary.com of animal is a brutish person. This is obviously the definition that Trump was using. Um, I mean, we've seen this misconstrued before ad nauseum. I don't know that it even really matters, but the media is never going to take something that Trump says and like develop some kind of nuanced position. Yeah. I mean, he, he was saying they, I think he meant it stri- legitimately as legitimately. an animal when he's talking about MS-13. He said, these aren't people, these are animals. So yeah. I don't think he meant a brutish person in that context. That said, uh, when he's talking about, again, when he's talking about MS-13, I don't care. They are actually legitimately animalistic people. I don't find that to be offensive in the slightest. Oh, they do horrific stuff to people. They like yeah. chop people's heads off. It's just insanity. Yeah. Brutish. Mm. Um, John says the one where the Nazi gets punched CBS show opinion in the bathroom. Democrat guys next to Richard Spencer guy and says, you said black people are out for blood. You got 50 people in the parking lot, scaring the hell out of the neighbors and we're out for blood. Richard Spencer guy says, if it helps any, given your racial profile and community, you probably can't help yourself. At which point black Democrat guy punches him. My question is, didn't black Democrat guy just live up to the stereotype that Richard Spencer guy is espousing? Yes, he did. Uh, Granted, the Richard Spencer character was a quote unquote offensive. Like he was a cartoonish version of Richard Spencer. Yeah. Richard Spencer himself. I don't think would ever say the stuff that this guy was saying. No. And I've said before, I feel bad for Richard Spencer because he's become this media patsy and I've never heard him endorse violence in any way. No. And, and I, I say this as not a Richard Spencer fan. I don't think, wow, that guy's so cool. Or wow, that guy's so compelling to me. That said, I do think he is, 
totally smeared. I think he's totally misrepresented. I think he's a boogeyman that is uh, propped up to give these people something to rally against. Yeah, and we talked about this last week, but they act like he has this this army at his behest. Yeah, that's how it was depicted in the show. Brothers, take them down. Right, it's like I don't really think they understand uh, internet culture or really uh, the alt-right, which does anybody understand the alt-right? Is the alt-right even a thing? Well, it's everything now. It's not just him anymore. Yeah, but I think it's kind of dissolved as any kind of organized group. You mean you mean not just the media mischaracterization, but the actual the actual self-identifying alt right. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't, dwindled into basically. Nothing. I really don't know anybody who would say like, "Yes, I, I am alt right." I do know people. I mean, I've spoken with people who believe in ethnostates and stuff, like Richard Spencer. I think that's a fair characterization of what he believes. And but I honestly, think he's a national socialist. I don't think that he would. There's that. Yeah. yeah. Like, the, I mean, of all the things he says, it's like the the belief in government taking care of everybody falls apart to me. The belief in it's like what you were talking about earlier. The idea that you're going to achieve this sort of separation through without violating the rights of other people through nonviolent yeah. means through some sort of incentive structure. That to me is where his worldview gets that kind of falls apart to me. Yeah. But but. In most media, you're never going to get to that level of detail because he's supposed to be smeared as like some some devil man villain right off the top. Yeah, yeah. I think it's an obsolete term based on a group that may have not ever existed. I thought he was the one who coined the term, or am I wrong in that? No, That's I mean, I've, I've heard. heard Paul Joseph, like way back in the day, I heard Paul Joseph Watson call himself alt-right, but it was before mm. it had the connotation that it does. Yeah. And then it just became this this media thing. I I, don't, I just don't know that it's ever really existed. Um, hmm. Thank you for that, John. Right, did we read that question last week, or do we have a very similar question last week? I th- I know we kind of talked about this a little bit. Maybe we had a super chat or something, or maybe we did read it twice. <laughs> I, I mean, it was new in the. In the I email. still think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, this is from Sleuthing Sloth. Uh, hi guys, a story broke today how a museum in Scotland was vandalized by having ships who were referred to as females scratched out. Now the charity is replacing the signs to be more gender neutral. This is an mm. insult to the Royal Navy. How do we yeah. stop these idiots? You can't have a legitimate debate unless you agree on definitions of words. The left not only seemed to say he was speaking of immigrants, but they seemed to think he said they were a different species. They're lying to us twice. I'll tell you how we stop these idiots. People need to... Um, just not worry about the language that they use. In 1984 and all the literature uh, surrounding this kind of dystopian future that we are facing, the the way they control the people first is through controlling the language. And so if we just don't adhere to their definitions and their standards for the use of our language, then they Mm -hmm. can't control us in the way that they want to. So say whatever you want, be fearless in your use of language. Be offensive. Offend people. That's yeah. What you should do. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, and that's part of why maybe I'm resistant to to moralizing speech to a fault. Like I just these people are so extreme and ridiculous in their moralizing of speech and shaming you for saying the wrong word or making the wrong joke that I have to to combat that, I have to be so far in the opposite direction that say like, listen, short of like child porn and actually threatening someone, I don't care what you say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I still defend people uh, like Owen Benjamin, because we need people in our communities 
that are pushing the narrative that are making people uncomfortable that are offending them yeah. deeply and fundamentally because Talk about how the moon landing was a Jewish conspiracy. <laughs> Because yeah. people have forgotten what it's like to be offended and like it doesn't yeah. kill you. It doesn't hurt you physically. It's not going to, you know, do anything to your to your bodily integrity. It's like yeah. it, we used to live in a time where people would get offended and they'd be like, oh, uh, go fuck yourself. And then they just go on with their day. Yeah, and now it's like everything melts down. Like, I'm so offended. I don't know how to deal with this offense. It's not, really not a big deal. Yeah. And I, I, it's like I was talking about earlier. I want to cultivate a society again where when you recognize that you're offended, and again, everybody gets that way. I do too. The, the reaction has to be, this has offended me. That is unique to me. That is part of my personal taste. And therefore, instead of ruining everyone else's fun on account of my personal taste, I'll say, voluntarily excusing myself from this. You guys enjoy your time. I'm going to go do something else that... Yeah is more to my taste. That's what I want. Instead of the reaction being, no, no, this has offended me. Therefore, everyone must shut this down such that my tastes can be pleased and upheld. No, right. that should right. not be the reaction. Yeah. I mean, why can't you just uh, withdraw your support or your viewership and have yes. that be the end of it? I mean, that's yeah. what I do when I see something that offends me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that anyway, thanks. Question. Thanks for the questions, guys. Um, oh, let me do the super, the super. Uh, we just have one over on Streamlabs. Ha ha pp doo doo. Just no no. <laughs> Thank you for that. And just, uh, All right. Read the, read the I'm name. Super offended. Um, do 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 do. Porn arcade. Uh. Okay okay, I got it. Um, Shauna Thornton says, I know this is spicy, but if we care about natives going giving back their land. Mm. Uh, would lead to the last nail in the coffin for what's left of them. Yeah, I mean, how would they even deal with that? I'm not sure I quite follow. Uh, if we care about the natives giving back their land, that would lead to the last nail in the coffin for what's left of them. Um, like giving the United States back to the limited Native American population. Oh, as then, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what would they? Do? I, I think I. To be completely fair, I think that we have played. I think the United States and our government has played uh, a role in that culture of dependency For on, sure. on the government. You know? And I actually do have a lot of, of white guilt. I can't even believe I'm saying this white guilt about what we've done to native Americans, but it's not because of the land issue. It's because we forced them into a dependent relationship with the federal government and yeah. nurtured their genetic predisposition towards alcoholism. Hmm. Um, I think that if we had just cut, you know, like cut off the government dependence that they would be a thriving community. They hmm. all over the it, it would be interesting to see what would ha what would have happened if we actually set if they actually had had a, a truly sovereign state. Yeah, they have kind of a quasi sovereign state now, but like genuinely their own country. Yeah, if that would have been how things worked out, how would it be different? Regardless, it was um, it was handled improperly. Hmm. Uh, white guilt. I, I can't. <laughs> We've come Tom, full circle. I know, right? Thomas yeah. Boyle says mostly the case the Native Americans were nomadic, but you can look at places like Montezuma Castle where tribes settled and traded instead of being nomadic. Cheers and a joyous Wednesday show to you. Yes, that's true, but but who did we displace that was doing that? As Americans. Oh, I think he's just trying to clarify like wh what my question was earlier. To what degree were there established villages versus? Oh yeah, like, I mean yeah. in Central America, I'm sure, but I, mm. I in the United States, I'm not, I'm not really sure of any instance. And it's um, kind of, 
I forget, you know, I'm not super sharp on a lot of my native history. A lot of this stuff like was sort of semi-permanent villages too. Like the villages themselves, some, themselves moved. They weren't always on the move, but they weren't permanently affixed permanently either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Darling. Hi, working on project based in Seattle, trying to expose some bad folks and corruption. Can't show face or voice care to schedule time to talk offline. Um, shoot me an email. I will read it unless you are talking to Matt, then shoot him an email. Thanks. I don't know which one of us you're talking uh, about. Yeah, either or. Um, I know some crooked people in Seattle. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Raleigh, wait, there's a porn license. Is there a test? What exactly does that entail? It's like how good you are at jerking off. Or how responsible you are with it, I guess, is what the state is aiming for. <laughs> Mr. Darling says, huh. fountain pens, 10 out of 10, pilot disposable, A+. plus. You guys are nerds. Hmm. Emmanuel Constanides. Emmanuel Constanides. Hey, if you're having trouble with Discord calls, check out Entropy. They just added call-in functionality at Entropy Devs on Twitter. Huh. Well, maybe we'll check it out. The the other uh, thing I'm thinking about uh, with porn licenses is that probably would have saved Daryl Lamont Jenkins a lot of embarrassment. That's true. He would have been a much more responsible porn user. Kevin Flanagan, you're throwing money at oh, us no. and I can't read this. It talks about lampshades and bars of soap. I can't. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Samuel Eddy, Michigan Family Shooters Corral, Inc. 4516 uh, Bellevue Highway, Eaton Rapids. Oh, is this the meetup? I hope so. I was going to say, other, or are we doxing somebody? I know. I, mean, I had to, yeah, okay. Michigan Family Shooters Rally. Oh, so, yeah, okay. So they were going to meet at like a shooting range or something. 4516 right? East Bellevue Highway, Eaton Rally. Right, so check out, uh, if, if you're in the Michigan area and you're interested in this meetup that looks like it or sounds like it's going to have some shooting, um, check out the, Mich- there's a Michigan meetup Facebook page, right? Or just check out the uh, the listener contact page, which is linked in all the descriptions and find somebody in the Michigan area and get in touch. Dangerous Faces has the UK misunderstood the term sperm bank. Oh my God. <laughs> da, da, da. Uh, Nick says, when I was at school, we had to use fountain pens for everything, even maths. Maths, plural, so mm. we must be British. Isn't that a Britishism? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, a bit messy for a bunch of 10-year-olds. This was in the 60s. Mm. Probably good for you. Um, Kevin Flanagan, I will read this one. Uh, why can't whites have an ethnostate go to any state or federal penitentiary in the United States and it's basically all one race? That's not true. There are also Mexicans. Kevin Flanagan, again, ideology varies based on race because of ideas coming from the brain, which is biological. Different biology equals different brains equals different ideas. Same reason cats, dogs think, act differently. I denounce you. But there's got it's got to be more complex than that. Though. It is. I mean, I'm not saying that there can't be. I'm not saying it's impossible that there's a biological basis. But well, I don't know that that's re- if intelligence is is truly relevant because you know what what do we do with all the IQ below eighty white people of which there are plenty. Yeah. I mean, nobody would talk about uh, kicking them out. Hmm. Um, so really, we need an. A high IQ a state, high IQ not, state, not an yeah. ethno state. Um, which I <laughs> would argue against anyway, because there are plenty of low IQ people that offer things to humanity, hmm. um, like manual labor that I don't want. I don't want to do. I'm not going to do it. Wow, <laughs> well, this has been this has been a disaster. I'm going to get my another hit piece tomorrow. Maybe you'll get your hit piece just through association to the show. Brady, maybe Sutliff, a man can dream. Day. Um, hey, boys and girls, Stormy Daniels is coming to a strip club in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, May 10th. Wow, that's a downgrade. 
which is like 30 minutes from my house. 21 plus viewers want to go. I'm in the spreadsheet for contact. <laughs> oh my God. Well, if you guys have a meetup at the Stormy Daniels strip oh event, my God, please send me so a much. photo that I can, well, I don't care. I'll censor the photo and make it shareable for YouTube. Send me a photograph of that if that happens. Um, didn't have time to mention this, but I was watching Sargon stream on Sunday last week and someone sent him a made love super chat. Wow. Um, he probably didn't get it. Uh, he probably doesn't know the, uh, the insider, the insider meme of the show. Pretty gay. Um, we're good. Okay. Uh, double check on Streamlabs real quick. We should be caught up. And again, I'll say thanks to our top three guys over on DLive tonight. That's Donald Trump, VMQ, and Avid Day. Thanks for the support in the show, guys. We are all clear on uh, Streamlabs, so we will, uh, we'll finish it up there. Uh, I don't know what's coming up on Sunday. We'll talk a little bit more about some of the loony things said at this Democratic town hall uh, at CNN. And guess, or on CNN, and guess who messaged me this week to come back on? None other than Sticks. He wants to appear on this phone hey, stream Hey, and again. we will go ahead and promo it because we know he'll show up. I'll be shocked. <laughs> We're going to tape it tomorrow. And if yeah. Sticks doesn't show up, I will uh, I will be very surprised. If you but, have any questions for Sticks, uh, send them to my email box, blondabilitybeast at gmail.com. And I'll right. bring the show notes. We'll catch you guys Sunday. And Sticks will be there too. See ya.